Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Metabolism Mindset and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified functional nutritionist, and I specialize in helping women with Hashimoto's and PCOS reverse their symptoms without fad diets or extreme supplement protocols. Today, I am sharing another replay from a live training that I did in the Metabolism Mindset and Macros free Facebook community. If you are not a member, we would absolutely love to have you. You can grab the link in the show notes to join us there or just search for the Metabolism Mindset and Macros on Facebook. This replay is going to be about balancing your hormones to optimize your thyroid health. And this came to be from some of the questions that I was receiving regarding my brand new six-week coaching program, which opened enrollment last week. Enrollment is currently open through next Thursday, June the 1st of 2023. And I got a lot of questions around balancing hormones, weight loss, and how this program is going to support those things. So today I wanted to share the replay of the training that I did yesterday where I went into the importance of actually balancing your hormones so that you can optimize your thyroid health and what that actually has to do with Hashimoto's and autoimmunity. Now, if this is something that resonates with you and something that you're like, oh my goodness, this is something I could definitely use some support in, I would love to have you join us in the Hashimoto's Lifestyle Roadmap. Enrollment, again, is going to be open until next Thursday, June the 1st. I'm going to drop the registration link in the bio. It has the complete breakdown of the program, six weeks of coaching with myself, six 60-minute coaching calls. You're going to have one-on-one messaging support with me in between calls for integration, for support, for questions, um, to celebrate your wins, all of the good things, as well as a one-time one-on-one coaching call with me where we're going to dive deep into your unique struggles and how we are going to overcome those and create you a truly individualized and personalized roadmap to reverse your symptoms of Hashimoto's, again, without doing these crappy restrictive diets or choking on a lot of supplements every morning. So if that's something that's of interest to you, I would love to chat with you to make sure it 100% makes sense for you and you're a good fit. But in the meantime, I hope you find this replay of a training I did in the Metabolism Mindset and Macros Facebook community helpful all around balancing your hormones to optimize your thyroid health. All right, everyone. Happy. Tuesday. I am super excited to be going live with you this morning to share a topic that has been requested several times, and that is all around balancing your hormones for your thyroid health. So if you're new here, welcome. My name is Natalie Guevara. I'm a certified functional nutritionist, and I have dedicated my life and my career to helping women with Hashimoto's and PCOS reverse their symptoms without fad dieting or extreme supplement protocols. I came to be here through my own struggles, getting diagnosed with both Hashimoto's and PCOS, um, dealing with my own symptoms, really struggling to get the support and the help that I needed, being continuously dismissed by doctors, being told that my symptoms were in my head, and the infamous, your lab work is fine, there's nothing wrong with you. In fact, there were things that were, quote, wrong with me. And it took quite some time for me to be able to get to a point where I actually felt that I could 
live my life and enjoy it rather than just watching it pass me by. I have three small children. Well, two of them aren't small anymore, a 16 and 14 year old and a now 10 month old. And so keeping up with my kids, living an active life, I love horseback riding, paddle boarding, surfing, all these things was super important to me and being tired all the time, being achy and dealing with bloating and unwanted, wanted weight gain, um, my hair falling out, all of these things just weren't a part of the life that I envisioned for myself. So I've taken my struggles, a decade of education and knowledge in the health and fitness space, as well as helping hundreds of women at this point and created these trainings that I deliver to you guys weekly in this community. And I'm super excited to chat about this today. Um, because again, this is something that a lot of you have expressed, you know, feelings like something's not quite right with your hormones. Um, something's obviously not quite right with your body. It's not doing things the way that you particularly would like it to. And you're wondering why you're spending a lot of time on Google and, 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 and again, being dismissed by doctors and saying, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with you or eat less exercise more. Um, all of the fun things that, that we are given that aren't super helpful, but this is one of the topics that I'm covering in my six week coaching program, the Hashimoto's lifestyle roadmap that I opened enrollment for, uh, last Thursday enrollment is open until June. And so I've had a lot of questions around this piece of it. So I'm going to share some knowledge. I'm going to share some of my expertise and personal experience, as well as some things that you can begin implementing right away. As always, I like for these trainings to be as short and as, as potent as possible, removing all the fluff so that you can just go and take what you need from this and leave the rest. But if this is, if you're hearing this as I'm going through this, and this is something that's resonating with you as something that you need support with that you need more information with, then I would encourage you to check out uh, the program, the Hashimoto's lifestyle roadmap. I'll drop a link below. Enrollment is open through June, June 1st, we have a fantastic group of women. Um, some of you are probably listening right now that have already joined us and I cannot wait to be, um, holding this space, holding this space for, um, for healing and results in the coming weeks. All right. So as I said, we're going to be talking about hormonal balance and thyroid health or Hashimoto's, um, as well as things like PCOS. So optimizing thyroid function, which is an important part of reversing our Hashimoto's through specifically nutrition and lifestyle is what I'm going to talk about today. Now I want to be really clear when it comes to hormonal balance, it's not just the food that we eat and, and our exercise. Um, there's a lot of moving pieces as far as sleep and stress management and exercise and all of these things. And so I'm just going to cover a, a, a snippet of it today. Again, my goal in these trainings is not to send you into information overload. You have enough of that, um, or provide you with just so much information that you don't know what to do with it. I want, just want to be crystal clear, clear with things that you can start using right now today. Um, so First, we need to understand hormonal balance and thyroid function. What do they have to do with each other? So our thyroid itself plays a crucial role in regulating our hormones throughout our body. It produces hormones. It influences our metabolism. It influences our energy levels, our temperature regulation, and so much more. But the relationship between hormones and thyroid uh, function is... is is complex, is complicated. The thyroid itself is, is complicated and complex. Everyone thinks of our thyroid gland as being this, this, this thing that lives in our neck and it does, but thyroid hormone lives in every single cell of the body. So it makes sense that really regulating this thyroid gland that's producing these hormones that's living in every cell of our body is so crucial for us, us to feel better for us to get results in whatever realm we want, right? Whether it is energy, whether it is having better skin, um, Stopping your hair from falling out, 
gut health, um, uh, reproductive health, weight loss, all of these different things, regulating your thyroid is so, so, so important. So hormonal imbalances can disrupt thyroid function. Hormonal imbalances like sex hormones and things like that can disrupt thyroid function as well as thyroid dysfunction can lead to hormonal balances. Now that can be a little bit confusing. It's like chicken or the egg. Um, and sometimes we, we, we really don't know. So it looks at addressing both. Right. And so this is where we get into some controversy within the diet industry itself, where people will say weight loss is as simple as calories in and calories out, or you just need to eat in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight, which fact, you do have to eat less than you're burning in order to lose weight, but it's not that simple. And then we get into the controversy. Okay. If it's not just eat less exercise more, um, then it's hormones over here, which also it is, but here's where I sit. So functional nutrition, we're a little bit over here on the science nerd side, a little bit over here, um, on the hippie and the natural side, but right here in the middle where it's actually both it's hormones and it's calories. However, arguably evidence supports, and it's been 100% true in my own journey and 100% true in every single woman that I've worked with. We have to start with hormones. We have to start with hormones before we can get into calories. And here's why, when it comes to regulating your metabolism and it comes to regulating your thyroid health, one of the most positive things that we can do for it is to feed it. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like, <laughs> because I don't want you to leave this and say, well, I'm going to close my laptop and I'm just going to run to the fridge and start eating. It's not that. However, going back to what our metabolism is and remembering our thyroid gland regulates our metabolism, our metabolism desires to keep us safe. It desires to keep us balanced. And so just by fact, we have to take our metabolism out of balance in order to elicit a calorie deficit, which is required for weight loss right? And so when we are already dealing with thyroid disruption, so things like hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, now I want to be clear and let me preface this with, you don't have to resolve your hypothyroidism or, or your Hashimoto's in order to lose weight. Stubborn weight gain, difficulty losing weight is a symptom of Hashimoto's. So often by resolving symptoms of Hashimoto's, undesired weight will take care of itself. We are not going to be able to change our body from a place of dysregulation, from a place of your body not feeling safe, so your nervous system not being regulated, and from constantly taking food and resources away from our body, leaving our body to wonder, okay, when is our next meal? I tell my clients all the time, they get tired of it. Our bodies didn't get an iOS update that we have fridges, that we have drive-throughs, we have all these things. And so what happens when we go into these dieting cycles of typically restricting, and then we'll eventually quit the diet and we'll go into just eating whatever it's feast and famine. So this is keeping our nervous system, our metabolism and our body in a, in a state of fight or flight. Am I in a food shortage or am I in abundance of food? We're not really sure. And so by taking care of our body through nutrition, we can, now this is not the only piece. Again, I want to be crystal clear. We can start to reverse the symptoms of autoimmunity Hashimoto's so that it goes into remission and is not continuously attacking our thyroid gland. So many women with Hashimoto's are told that they cannot lose weight with Hashimoto's. And that is so not true. <laughs> that is a big fat lie. 
The reason being it, that we're told this is because yes, while you have, while Hashimoto's is active in your body, it is attacking your thyroid. Your thyroid governs your metabolism. Your thyroid regulates your metabolism. And if it's constantly under attack, then it's having a difficult time doing what it's actually supposed to be doing, doing its actual job. And so that's why it's a non-negotiable to address the autoimmune component of our hypothyroidism, of our, um, of our Hashimoto's in order to shift your body and change your body. That's why with my nutrition coaching company, we take a hormone metabolism first approach. We are hormone first pro-metabolic in everything that we do, because while you may get a little bit of a result by continuing to pull food back, taking away carbs, um, doing a little extra exercise, your body's designed to keep you safe and it will rebound. That's why we lose a little bit of weight. We gain it back and we typically gain back more and it gets harder and harder and harder every single time. Not because we're aging, not because our metabolism is, is broken or not working, but because your metabolism is working really, really well. And it's really, really smart and it's really, really adaptable. And that's what it's continuing to do. It's continuing to adapt based off of the data it has. And it says, Hey, by the way, Susie is my cat. She's who I always use as my demo. By the way, Susie just keeps dieting. And then she is going to eat some more. And so this is what Susie does every time. So this time, rather than just letting go of a bunch of our resources, we're going to hang on to it. So maybe Susie gets the memo that we don't need to do this back and forth anymore. And so it doesn't get harder and harder and harder to lose weight because your metabolism is broken. It gets harder and harder and harder because your metabolism is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. First time I went on a diet, I was 15 years old. So I've had a lot of years <laughs> of dieting before I got to the point where my body just quit responding. I've done it all. I've been to the weight loss clinic, taken the diet pills, the injections. I've done keto. I've done fasting. I put my body through the ringer. And this is one of the things that they didn't teach us <laughs> when I originally started to come into the health and fitness space. Actually, I started as a personal trainer and there was no talk of this. It was just put your clients through the ringer and their body will start to change. And it's, it's, it's so not true. And then when you get a baseline nutrition, um, nutrition education, none of this is taught. <laughs> and so my mind was blown here. I was, my body was completely inflamed and not responding to anything that I had done. And I had all this knowledge as a personal trainer, all of this knowledge as a nutritionist and a nutrition coach. And then here I go and I'm learning all this stuff and my mind is blown. And I'm like, no wonder it's fascinating. So hopefully this is clear as always, let me know if you're, you're watching this, listening to this by commenting hashtag replay below. I always love to know who is consuming the content and what's resonating and what your takeaways are, but hopefully this really demonstrates the importance of addressing our hormonal balance in order to support our optimal thyroid health and overall well-being and whatever results that you want. So what are some of the common hormonal balances that are associated with Hashimoto's? This is a question that I get all the time. And the first one is always around PCOS, right? These conditions love to live together. Many women with PCOS, whether they know it or not, by the way, one in five women will be affected with Hashimoto's at some point throughout their life. It's a pretty, pretty large number. A lot of women are living with Hashimoto's and they don't even know it. A lot of women with PCOS have a thyroid component because of the hormonal imbalances, as well as P 
PCOS has an autoimmune component, but it mostly deals with reproductive hormones in our reproductive system. But one prevalent imbalance is estrogen dominance, which can be actually really common with PCOS. This is where estrogen levels are higher relative to progesterone. Now, I also want to be clear as far as you know, looking at, and we're not going to go in depth into this today. Again, this is another thing that we're going to go super in depth in, in the Hashimoto's lifestyle roadmap. My six week program that starts on June the 5th is looking at what sets off your autoimmune flare. So things like pregnancy, things like your menstrual cycle once a month, as well as things like menopause that are imbalancing these hormones can send us into a Hashimoto's flare. So it's really important to recognize when these hormonal balance imbalances are happening and what we can do about them in order to, to feel our best because nobody wants to, I've, I'll transparently say I was pregnant <laughs> last year, had a baby. So that's really hard on your thyroid. Um, and then I I'm breastfeeding, but I've gone back to having my menstrual cycle and I've been having a really difficult time one week a month. And that is not something that I want anyone to experience. And we've been working through that, but it is a very, it, or it can be a very challenging thing. So estrogen dominance, this is where estrogen levels are higher, <laughs> excuse me, relative to progesterone. Estrogen dominance can contribute to things like inflammation, it can contribute to things like thyroid dysfunction. Um, cortisol dysregulation is often seen in things like chronic stress, which definitely impacts our thyroid function. Insulin resistance, which is super, super common with things like PCOS. Most women don't know that it's also really common with Hashimoto's as well. Uh, this affects how your body is processing glucose and it can disrupt hormone production and regulation. Another thing that can disrupt hormone uh, regulation is restrictive dieting, extreme dieting, leptin and ghrelin are our hunger hormones. And so we can disrupt those as well by not acknowledging our hunger, by suppressing our hunger. Um, me, I took, uh, uh, appetite suppressants for a period of time, and this disrupts your natural hormone production, which again, when your thyroid's job is to produce hormones and have it circulate throughout the body, um, that can, while we think we're just suppressing our appetite, so we eat less, we're actually suppressing things that we actually need for our metabolism to function. That's why when I get people reaching out to me and they're like, I'm on appetite suppressants, I'm not eating and I'm still not losing weight. That's why um, we're suppressing things that we need in order for our body to function optimally. So again, understanding the connection between hormones and thyroid health is, is like giant golden key to managing Hashimoto's effectively to managing PCOS effectively. And we have to address the hormonal hormonal imbalances, um, in order to improve the function of our thyroid gland and in order to get to get to the outcome that we want. Now, now that we've kind of gone through that, I want to talk about nutrition strategies. So I want to specifically talk about nutrition today. So we understand the significance between, um, or the significance of hormonal balance for thyroid health. Nutrition plays a pivotal role in, in maintaining our balance. So from, from my lens, nutrition lifestyle are our first line of defense when it comes to managing autoimmunity. There's a lot of things that can also be supportive of that. Uh, if you have hypothyroidism, of course, taking your thyroid medication, are there some supplements that can support uh, certain things? Yes, absolutely. But a lot of times when we're going to endocrinologist, uh, your, your regular doctor, sometimes even naturopaths, they're throwing all these supplement protocols at us. They're throwing medication at us. And it's really not addressing some of the primary things that were designed to, to function through the food that we eat and the way that we live our life. Now there's always going to be circumstances that we can't change. Again, I want to go back to the fact that your metabolism is, it is extremely adaptive and it's extremely supportive of keeping you alive. 
And so if we can support our body through things that we do every single day, eating food, um, sleep, all kinds of other things, then we're actually going to be in a really good place. And this puts us into a position where your thyroid medication or um, the supplements that may help support are doing what they're designed to do. They're supporting a really solid foundation, but I like to explain supplements and medications. Again, this is not a public service announcement to stop taking your thyroid medication. If you do not produce enough thyroid medication, I am on thyroid medication. <laughs> you need to take your thyroid medication, but I like to explain it through, imagine building a house on a foundation that, you know, has holes in it or is crumbling and things like that. So throwing supplements and throwing medication it on top of this like crumbly uh, foundation is like building this really beautiful, extravagant house on a foundation that's not going to hold. So it looks really good. And then all of a sudden it, it, things get shaky and then it falls and collapses. And then we're left to try to put the pieces back together and build it back up. Whereas if we focus on our nutrition and our lifestyle for hormonal, um, balance, thyroid function, all of these things. And we have this really, really solid, beautiful foundation. And then we can make an even bigger house, a beautiful house, um, that we just love to be in. We love everything about it. It's just it's sparkly. Um, and that's, that's what addressing things from a nutrition and a lifestyle perspective approach looks like in my mind. Um, it definitely was me. I, when I first started, I actually was a functional medicine doctor. The first person that finally would diagnose me with Hashimoto's, I left with a list so long of supplements. First of all, I had to take an additional, I have a Lululemon like reusable shopping bag that I would just, you know, go to my nightstand and shoo, uh, send all the supplements into the bag when I was, I was traveling a lot for work at this time. And I had so many alarms on my phone that would just go off all throughout the day and be like, Hey, you need to take this supplement. And, um, I, I wasn't, I thought I was addressing my nutrition and my lifestyle needs, but I wasn't addressing it in the appropriate way. So it did nothing for me. Um, but now I am on my thyroid medication and like three supplements and they do amazing things for me. So again, nutrition is, is a profound way to address our hormones and our thyroid function. So certain nutrients are particularly essential, particularly essential for optimal thyroid health. Uh, things like iodine, selenium, zinc, and vitamin D. This is again, this is not, I'm not telling you to go supplement these things. Actually iodine, you have to be really careful for, our, uh, with Hashimoto's because it can have the opposite effect. So we want to be really careful with this, but we want to make sure that we recognize these things. And we're making sure that we're, we're eating a balanced diet that includes these things. These nutrients are involved in hormone synthesis. So that's really important for balancing your hormones. They're really important for your metabolism. And again, overall functioning of the thyroid gland, but I all always like to caution people on iodine because I see so many people and they come to work with me and I do an intake that they're taking iodine and they have Hashimoto's and it's actually causing a lot of their problems. So additionally, macronutrients. So macros are the foods that we need in large quantities, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. I started with carbohydrates. I'm going to start, start, start starting with carbohydrates, uh, from now on, because so many people are like, whoo, carbs, I need those. Yes, you do. Um, carbs, proteins, and fats influence hormone levels and hormone balance. The quality and the type of carbs we consume can affect our insulin levels. So now this is not, again, so many people with PCOS go to the doctor or so many people with Hashimoto's go to the doctor and they have insulin resistance and they're told to go keto or eliminate carbs. That is not it. That is not the way. Um, but recognizing the types of carbs. So we want to make sure that we are, we are taking in minimally processed carbs, looking at fruits and vegetables, whole grains and things like that. Um, no, you do not necessarily have to be gluten-free so that when people go gluten-free, it actually removes a lot of the carbohydrates and things like that, that 
have dietary fiber and things that we need. Um, but the types of carbohydrates we consume can affect our insulin levels, which in turn impact our thyroid health. So again, just being really careful, not overly careful, uh, but being careful about making sure that we're balancing our plate with protein, carbs, and fat. So one of the ways that we can, um, balance our blood sugar through diet is making sure when we're eating and we're eating carbs that we have dietary fiber. So fruit juices, detox cleanses, all those that those will definitely spike your insulin. Um, but making sure that we have plenty of protein on our plate, that we have plenty of dietary fiber that we're putting in healthy fats and we're getting lots of color and nutrients in there. Healthy fats and proteins are crucial for hormone production, as well as metabolism and overall hormonal balance as well. One of the most common things that I see when I start addressing macros with the women that I work with is that they're under eating protein. And so I always like for women to just start, don't need to go to a calculator or anything Just start increasing. If you can get your protein up to hundred grams per day, then that's a really good baseline to just start at and, and sit with. But a lot of the women that I work with are unfortunately sitting at 80 or less grams of protein per day and getting your protein up just a little bit can help a lot with managing your blood sugar and some of these other things that we are struggling with. So are there specific foods that can help this? I get this question asked all the time. Are there specific foods that can support our thyroid health that can support hormonal balance that can support our metabolism, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's all these things out there like seafood has, you know, omega threes and, and all of these things. Great. If you like it, go eat it. Um, Brazil nuts. Yes, they do provide a rich source of selenium. So arguably it could be a good thing to have a couple of Brazil nuts every single day. If you hate Brazil nuts, you need to choke them down. You absolutely do not. Um, but selenium is a critical nutrient for thyroid hormone synthesis. So if I would rather you have a Brazil nut and then go take a fistful of selenium tablets, capsules, or whatever have you. Leafy greens like spinach and kale offer an abundance of micronutrients, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals um, that support thyroid health, that support your immune system, that support absolutely everything. So incorporating more vegetables, more leafy greens, more of these things into your diet can be a powerful way to actually support your thyroid, to actually support your, your, um, your hormones. Then the next question that I always get, what about an, an AAP diet or an autoimmune protocol? I talked about this a little bit last week. I talked about this a lot last week. Um, it can be important. Not it can. It is definitely important to consider inflammation when it comes to hormonal imbalance. Inflammation can disrupt your hormone production, your hormone regulation. Um, so adopting what an anti-inflammatory approach is for you, which likely improve includes prioritizing whole minimally processed foods. I did not say eliminating processed packaged foods at all. I actually consistently encourage my clients to seek out convenience foods as one end of their continuum. Um, but we do want to prioritize whole minimally processed foods as often as possible. It includes plenty of vegetables, healthy fats, Things like avocados, nut butters, seeds, all these different things and, and can be a really great way um, to address that. And then looking at inflammatory triggers. So I talked about last week and again, I've got a whole week, a whole segment of this um, in the Hashimoto's Lifestyle Roadmap, but 
using a symptom journal to identify what is inflaming you, what is setting things off. Um, you know, there's all this a demon demonization of sugars and refined carbs and all of this stuff. And yes, they can set you off, but learning what your tolerance is. My women with PCOS, when I work one-on-one with clients with PCOS, one of our first steps is, un- is learning what your carb tolerance is so that you don't have to live the rest of your life in fear of carbs. But learning what that is, is really, really important to be able to find that balance for you. And so again, balance doesn't live in an extreme over here. I'm not eating any processed foods, no carbs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And over here, I just don't even care what I'm eating. I'm eating all of it. Balance is in the middle. And sometimes when we balance things, we lean over to this way a little bit. And sometimes when we balance, we lean over to this way, um, just a little bit. And that is okay. But understanding what your triggers are, what is causing the inflammation, um, is crucial for supporting hormone balance and therefore, uh, your thyroid health. So understanding the connection between hormonal balance and thyroid function is vital for managing Hashimoto's effectively. If you're listening to this and you're struggling with your weight, you are, um, you have excess weight gain. You're struggling to lose weight. And you're like over here, they're telling me eat less exercise more. It's all about a calorie deficit. And over here, they're telling me about hormones. I want you to know that it's both (laughs) neither one are wrong. And the reason that people do this is to keep you confused. And so they can try to pull you to one way or the other. It's both. However, I will tell you, hopefully from this information, you understand that while it is both, we can't do both at the same time. We can't do both at the same time to have balance. We have to eat in balance. We have to live in balance. And some of you are now listening and you're like, but I I have no balance. And I I feel you as I start to hear my 10 month old wake up from his nap, like way too early. Um, I hear you, but there are things that we can control within our balance and eating enough is one of them. Our hormones require energy for production, for distribution to circulate throughout our body. So does our thyroid. All these things require food. They require fuel. So one of the most impactful things that you can do to manage your Hashimoto's, your PCOS, your thyroid health, your metabolism, your hormone balance is to pay attention to your nutrition. And then you can move from there. From there, once you've started to reverse some of the negative symptoms, and again, I want to acknowledge that stubborn weight is one of them. Then we can start to play with, okay, what does our energy balance look like for that? Now, I also want to be really clear in my work with women, I've seen many, many times that they put, they've been hormone first pro-metabolic and some of the shifts that they've been struggling with for years have worked themselves out on their own. So trusting your body to do what it's designed to do is an incredibly powerful way to actually get what you want out of it. As always, I hope that this was helpful. Please let me know what's resonating, what questions are coming up for you. And I will be back here next week for another training. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, if this was helpful, I would love for you to share it. If you do share on Instagram, tag me, Natalie Brooke. Brooke is with an E, Guevara. If you have a few moments, it would mean the world to me if you would take the time to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps the podcast come up higher in the search engine so that more people can reach this information. 
You can learn more about me at updogwellnessandfitness.com, learn more about me, my coaching offers. Of course, we have the free Facebook community where this training came from, the Metabolism Mindset and Macros Facebook community. We would love to have you in there. And you can find me on Instagram, Natalie Brooke, Brooke is with an E, Guevara on Instagram. I would love to chat with you and say hello. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys again soon.